Hey everyone, it's Charles Velasco and I'm with my co-host Hillary. Hey, what's up? It's Hillary here. So we're the owners of Life at Sacramento and I'm the team leader of the Velasco team at Remax. And in this week's episode of the podcast, we're here today with owner and business development of Saigon Alley Kitchen and Bar, Mimi Nguyen. Thanks for coming on our podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Yeah, we're excited to have you. And like, we always eat there all the time when we're in Midtown. So, oh, do you know? Oh, you know what's yeah. funny? I think we repost your 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 stories all the time. Now that I think about it, Charles Velasco. That that name. I was like, why is it so familiar? But I couldn't pinpoint it. Oh, oh yeah. Usually I like tag you guys when I eat out there, yeah. just to like, I like I love my food, but I love the food there. <laughs> so yeah, how's it going? So like. Tell us about yourself. Like, what's your story like when it comes to like uh, starting the business and everything? Um, so actually, I've been in the restaurant industry since 2012 with my husband, um, and we've done we've had like seven poke restaurants before this. Um, before we okay. ventured out into like a full sit down bar and everything. Uh, we got into it because actually the lack of diversity in foods in Midtown, right? I don't know oh, how long yeah. well in Sacramento, um, but like even seven years ago, there wasn't many food options. Um, majority yeah. of them was like burgers and fries and Mexican and Thai and stuff like that. So we just thought it was a great opportunity to bring something different, which was Vietnamese food. Yeah. And there's probably like only one hole in the wall down in Midtown. So we wanted to really just bring more food options um, coming from the city and stuff like that. Okay, well, perfect. I mean, we appreciate it. Like, when you guys opened Saigon Alley, I remember I was like, ooh, this is a cool name. I got to check it out. And then I went, and then I was like, I think I went during appetizer time or happy hour time, and I think I got, like, five or ten appetizers all at once. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually... Yeah, our happy hour just became permanent. It used to be like only like three to five thing. And then during the pandemic, that's kind of what kept us alive and going. Um, so it's now just one of those things that we have all day long. Good happy hour. Yeah, so yeah, we got, I got happy hour there all the time. I get drinks there. It's like one of those, Saigon Alley is like one of those spots you go to before you go out. So like, I mean, you guys are really busy, so like, what uh, are you guys planning on expanding? Because like, I feel like you guys like every time I go, it's like crazy. Yeah, I think like right after coming out of well, not really coming out of the pandemic when things were like slowly opening up again, like our wait times were like two to three hours, and it was just a little bit insane. Um, thinking about you know expanding that restaurant is like a project in itself, right? Like the manpower yeah. to run that thing is, it's a full-time job. So right now, I don't think we're thinking of expanding Saigon Alley, but we actually have other projects in the works right now in Elk Grove. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so we have Sitlo Saigon, um, which will only focus on pho. Um, nice. Whereas we just kind of need to take a step back from that full-on service because it's a lot of work running that place. <laughs> oh yeah, and I've noticed that too. Like all the everyone is so attentive, and like when everyone's like going going around and there's so many people and like 
it's like, yeah, I, I noticed the attention to detail is really good there. And all the workers are so great and they're all nice too. Thank you. Um, I will pass that on to my GM. She actually does a really great job, you know, training everybody and trying to get everybody on the same page with opening and closing. Right now, just finding help is really hard, um, as you can imagine. Yeah. So just, it's a huge compliment to like know that our staff is still doing really well, given there were times that we were short staffed a lot, you know? Oh, oh yeah, like I've, I've never, like whenever I've went, my experience at Saigon Alley was just like always good. Everyone's attentive. The waiters are great. The customer service is amazing. I always tip twenty percent because like just the experience in itself is just like it's it's so great. Like most restaurants, it's like I had to ask or chase people to pay. It's just it's annoying. But like any requests or any time I was thinking, oh, I'm a little hungry. I want something else or I want water. It's already there before I even think about it. I'm so happy to hear because that's what at the end of the day that's what we strive for, right? Like a great, like eating and social experience too, um, with the full bar. It is a great pregame place because, <laughs> as you notice, yeah. like everybody, there's a lot of people before. That's what everybody says. They come here for the happy hour, the small bites, um, get some food in your stomach, and a couple of you know rounds of people they head out into the, like into the area. Yeah. Awesome. So the next question we have for you is what brought you guys into starting Saigon Alley? What brought us to starting Saigon Alley? Um, yeah. It was actually our love for small tapas. Um, we traveled a lot before we settled down in Sacramento and stuff like that. But it was just Sacramento, I think, when, you get, when it comes to Vietnamese food, what do you guys think of? Oh, I think of like going to like South Sac, like Stockton Boulevard, and oh, yeah. there's like a lot of like places to get out actual, there. Like good Vietnamese food. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's a lot of people, right? Yeah. Like they just think like, oh, some Bugs and some bunnies out in Stockton Boulevard and stuff like that. But it's there's so much more to Vietnamese food, um, as you can see from our menu and stuff like that. And I think South Sac isn't really known for their customer service, right? You're just in and out, grab your food. Oh, literally, it's like, yeah. it's the worst. That's just what you expect yeah. when you go there. But I mean, the food is amazing, but it's just like... It's amazing, because like, Vietnamese food has so much to offer. And I think that's what we took a step back and reevaluated, like how, what's gonna make us different, what's gonna make us stand out, and was the dining experience that we strived for. Um, so when opening this, like we had that full bar. So we created the menu to tie in with the bar to create this um, Vietnamese dining experience that at home, that's kind of what we would have during our get togethers, you know, like a million different food items and million bottles of yeah. Hennessy. But obviously at our bar, it carries more than Hennessy. But you'll see the Hennessy <laughs> on, um, on tap that we have there too. But, you have Hennessy you know, on tap at Saigon Alley? Yeah, we do. So, That's great. All right. Yeah. Just because of that, I'm going to more Hennessy there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have Hennessy on tap that's tapped into our nitro system, so it's a little bit different. But it's um, yeah. it's fun. It's just bringing spotlight to our liquor of choice at home for a lot of Vietnamese households, you know? Yeah. That's really good. And then what made you choose the, that exact midtown location for Saigon Alley? So like, uh, that, you know, like basically that area is such a popping area, but like what made you choose that area in particular? Um, honestly, we lucked out with the location. It was 
it was vacant for what three or four years before we came in. We actually we had a restaurant two doors down, Makefish. I don't know if you've ever been, but we had Makefish and we were there for about seven years. So we were like, okay, we need to find a new project, something to challenge us with. Um, So, you know, we talked to our landlord and stuff like that, and that's how Saigon Alley kind of started because it had a full bar. and our whole the concept that my husband had in mind for a while that we talked about was if ever we did a Vietnamese restaurant it would have both liquor and food um, to create yeah. the dining experience that you guys have experienced yourselves in yeah and, and it was actually perfect too because the location is so prime it like is. it's like it's five minutes from anything you want to do in downtown or midtown yeah and then you can even yeah. like, walk so like it's gaming there you can just walk over to like the next spot that you're trying to head to yeah. so I would yeah. <laughs> it's like definitely in the heart of midtown right like you're five minutes from you know the, the the clubs like the mix and stuff down the street or like um faces and all that good stuff um it's really prime and i think it's gotten really lively ever since we came in so it's been fun yeah and and I have a random question, but how did you guys come up with the name Saigon Alley? Um, honestly, we were we thought long and hard about it. Um, Saigon was, you know, an ode to my mom's hometown. I was born in Vietnam, yeah. so like we wanted to keep that part of to highlight that part of Vietnam. And then the alleyways was. Um, kind of drawing inspiration from all the street foods and stuff that you would find in the Vietnamese alleyways. I don't know if you've ever been to Vietnam, but all the good foods hidden in the alleyways and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's such a good idea, too, because it's like, it's such a catchy name. So it's like, oh, it, it's trendy. It's like if I have a friend from out of town, I'm like, oh, we're going to go, we're going to go to Saigon Alley. And they're like, yeah. oh, that sounds really cool. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's only five minutes from everything. Yeah, it's not a common name that you would also hear from, like, L.A. or the Bay Area. Because you know how some restaurant names are so kind of common if you go yeah. to, like, those other Asian restaurants? Yeah. Like, you know, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. I think for us it was more like we didn't want to have, like, another, you know, pho. You know all the restaurants, they start with pho or something like that. And I think just being in the heart of Midtown and... And the location itself, we had to pre- present something like really unique and really catchy. Um, yeah. For just even the community down there as well. Exactly. And then uh, when it comes to like, how is Saigon Alley, in your opinion, making life better in Sacramento? Um, I I would like to think we're bringing more cultural awareness um, to the city, right? Like yeah. more diversity and just the liveliness in our area, like as you can see, because I was telling you how it was vacant for the last like three to four years. Um, yeah. That area is now super lively, and I think it's just nice to know that it's because of the Vietnamese restaurant too, and not like another, yeah. you know, pasta place or a burger place and stuff like that. So I think we're bringing more just diversity into a community that's very much needed yeah definitely and on top of that it's like a lot of people are like it's it's one of the best spots to start your night at so like if anyone is in sacramento right now 
make sure you go to Saigon Alley on Friday around 6 to 8 p.m. or Saturday or Sunday or even the weekdays. I mean, right now, like, Sacramento kind of has a good problem where everything's so full right now, right? Like, have you noticed that, too, about other places, too? Like, on oh. Friday, Saturday night, like, you got to get a reservation or you got to go early, right? Oh, for sure. And I think it's also, like, a mixture of, like, coming out of the pandemic, too, and people are itching to get out. Yeah. Um, and a way to re-stimulate the economy, too. Um, this last year has been rough for everybody, so it's nice to see, you know, people back out and about again. So, yeah, um, yeah like, the foot traffic, it's so fun. I don't know if you've been there on Fridays and Saturday nights, right? Like, it's, it's fun. Yeah. Everywhere you walk, there's just people. And, like, the city's coming to life again, and I think it's been oh. long Oh, yeah, and it's coming to life in, like, a very, like, quick, like, and everyone's out now, and I feel like Sacramento needs more spots to open up, because there's just so many people that want to go out, which is great, and, like, I'm happy your guys' business is doing well, and Midtown, I feel like Midtown and Downtown are actually, I mean, Sacramento in general is getting the recognition it deserves, and yeah. it's really building up like crazy right now. Yeah, it's just getting busier and busier, the amount of development that's coming in to Sacramento I think is insane so I think in the next like you know two or three years you're going to see it grow even more than what it is right now and that's really exciting yeah and I think we've been noticing a lot more like people moving to Sacramento and I think a lot of people are excited to try out the foods that we have here so it's great that you know we're slowly having more diversity when it comes to food like Charles and I, we like to try a lot of different new spots whenever we have like date nights during the week. Uh, we want to try and look for like hole in the wall spots and restaurants. And so uh, that's something that we really enjoy doing. And I feel like Sacramento has a lot of that that you don't even know about or hear. Yeah. And, and yeah. then, uh, what it, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Um, no, yeah. I was just going to say, like when you were touching up on date nights and stuff, like, it's really interesting because even like I would say six, seven years ago, we don't, we didn't have the options that we do now, you know. Oh, so yeah. like everybody that's coming in, I think is super lucky to be presented with all the options because before I remember, everybody in Sacramento was just driving out to like the city just to go oh, eat, yeah. like hang out and stuff because you know there wasn't much in, in Midtown and stuff, but like just seeing the growth and how much it's grown last few years it's just been really exciting for someone who's been in Sacramento in their whole life you know yeah. yeah definitely and so uh touching on that what are some tips you would tell people in Sacramento who want to drive more business traffic and attention in the city in town yeah like other restaurants because like or like other businesses in general that you feel like need a little more help like what would be like one tip or a couple tips you would tell them um I think for a tip would be just find your own niche, right? Um, find out what makes you unique and, and capitalize on that. Um, for us, this whole happy hour thing was very unintentional. Um, I think during the pandemic, we had to keep it going to keep us alive and stuff like that. But now that we've kept it going, we've been reopened like the last, what, six months or so. Um, it's what's made us unique. Uh, and it's now the talk of the town, like, oh, let's go here for happy hour and drinks and la, la, la. And it's just, you need to find what makes you unique 
and that'll attract the people to come in. Um, and I think it's just creating a nice welcome 